Welcome to Season of Saccharin. I'm Holly. I'm Jeff. Join us as we count down to Christmas with 12 days of holiday movies. <sighs> Jeffrey. Yes, Holly. We already have to eat our words. And on the second episode <laughs> of the season. We're only into our second movie, and we it's for a great reason that we have to eat our words, though, right? That's true. That's true. We have, believe it or not, a Latino couple. A Latino couple. Not just the lead, but also the love interest, uh, the families. It was pretty surprising. But there's, there's also non-Latino people in this movie, too. Oh, right. That's an important distinction. And it's not... A movie made just for Latinos. And it doesn't take place in a uh, Hispanic country. It takes place in uh, Utah or Idaho. So it's very white surroundings, but the leads are a, actually a married Latino couple. Which is pretty adorable. Yeah. They still manage to not have a lot of chemistry, even though they're married in real life. Well... But there was some there. And chemistry is due to the writing, too. You have to blame the writers for not adding that natural chemistry between the two. I suppose. So yeah. what's the title of this movie? Okay, we're talking about Enchanted Christmas, which you can find on the Hallmark Channel. Yes, that's a new one this year. I think it was the fourth or fifth uh, new release on from the Hallmark Channel this year. Mm -hmm. um, right off the bat, not only do we have a... Latina woman instead of a white woman, but she's a single mom. No single dad love interest in this movie. I think they looked at our bingo list and said, let's flip this on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they went forward in time, saw our bingo list. Well, the thing is, there is a single dad out there, right? Or is he dead? What? The, the, the father of the child in this movie. Um, apparently he's dead. They don't really talk about it. <laughs> According to the synopsis, he did. Okay. Okay. But they didn't challenge everything on our list. She is overworked. So she uh, works for a hotel firm type thing. Yeah, she's renovating this hotel. Mm -hmm. And the company that she works for sends her back to her hometown, of course, to work on this luxury hotel that's fallen on hard times. Not just any old hotel, it's the old hotel where she used to have her annual Christmas Eve dance competition. Because she's a dancer. Well, she was a dancer, but she doesn't speak of it. Because of her mysterious past. Right. Dancing did something horrible to this woman because the daughter doesn't know that she danced, her boyfriend is shocked to find out that she was a dancer, you know, 10 minutes into this movie, we're going, oh, what dark dancing secret does she have? Um, so she goes back to the lodge of her childhood and her teenage years to help her boss get the property ready. But of course, it has to be ready in two weeks. For Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. That's when they're having this year's Christmas Eve dance-a-thon. Yes, this year's Christmas Eve dance-a-thon, exactly. So about 10 minutes in, the male lead says, this is what Christmas is all about, which of course thrilled Jeff and I. But he says it while he's thanking a friend for being his partner in a dance competition. So Christmas is about what? dance? Yeah. Christmas is about helping your friends? I think it's a 
sort of way of saying Christmas is about helping your friends. And we only had to wait another 20 minutes before someone else said Christmas is about, which is really nice. Um, the daughter asks why her mom stopped dancing, and Granddad answers that Christmas is about more than that. Oh, Christmas is about more than dancing? That's good to know. All we've been doing this Christmas is dancing, dancing, dancing. Yeah. Salsa in the morning, Foxtrot in the evening, holy cow. And don't forget Charleston at that midnight gathering. Oh gosh, I'm just exhausted. Yeah. I would I would just want to spend time with my family. And Granddad does make clear that is what Christmas is about. It's not about winning dance competitions. Do you think we can still get our money back from all those competitions we've entered? No, they said no refund. When our main character, Laura, returns home, she's returning home to her dad's house. And her dad is awesome and... For some reason, the mom is really awful to the grandpa, so I'm really excited to find out what did he do to her? What happened so many years ago that turned her off dance, turned her off family, made her kind of shelter and, you know, sit inside her shell? Turned her away from her Latino heritage. Right. Her daughter doesn't, like, hasn't had tamales ever. And doesn't know luminarias. Yeah, she can't even say, her, her granddad is saying, Luminarias, and she's saying, Luma, Luma. This woman has failed her daughter and failed her culture. So I'm going, man, this is going to be a story about families getting back together. A story, we're going to find out about the dance injury. Mm -hmm. We're going to find out about why she um, denied her, why she is denying her heritage. So we're going to find out all that stuff later on. Our main character, Laura, is just awful to her dad. Um, he hasn't seen his grandkid in over a year, and when she comes back from working all day, her daughter says, Oh yeah, we went out and did this Christmassy thing, and we're making luminarias, and we made tamales, and she's all excited about doing all this stuff with her grandpa. And Laura just looks at her dad, just shoots him daggers, right? The granddad seems to be taking a really nice interest in his granddaughter that he hasn't seen in a year. And he wants to spend quality time with her. And of course, uh, Laura, the main character, is busy doing her work. So she's not really spending time with her family. She's not really spending any time with her dad or her daughter, really. So, she just wants her daughter to not fall behind in schoolwork. Which is interesting because I assume she's on holiday break at this point since mm, it's... Four weeks. Oh, two weeks before Christmas. Two weeks before Christmas. So the daughter's like learning fractions so apparently the math teacher left learning fractions for the week before Christmas. <laughs> There's a scene with the granddad teaching the the uh, granddaughter fractions. And she doesn't understand. So he says, oh, geez. And he's pouring over his books and says, oh, you know what? He grabs this huge Christmas cookie. I, I mean, it didn't even look like a cookie. It looked like a, a plate or something. <laughs> there was, was a plate cookie. Yeah. He... Cuts it into four pieces, rips it into four pieces, puts one in his mouth. He says, okay, what's in my mouth? How much of the cookie? And the granddaughter says, one fourth? And he says, yes, you got it. Mm -hmm. And she's all excited. And the mom comes over and says, why aren't you using the books I bought? Christmas cookies, dad? Really? Mm. <laughs> so, How dare he? For the record, um... It's really normal to use cookies to teach fractions. Or anything to make the kids... The point is the <laughs> child understanding, right? The point is not to use a book. 
And at this point, the mom had already is forcing her dad to spend all of his days tutoring his granddaughter. They can't do anything fun. Oh, and they're in a cafeteria, by the way. Oh, yeah, because she doesn't trust her dad at home to teach the kid. So she's going to keep an eye on them. So they have to wait around at her work. Which is, yeah, it's a cafeteria under construction in this hotel. And he's just surrounded by construction workers. And, (laughs) you know, the worst place to want to spend 10 hours a day. You know, who would want to do that? Not only is Laura returning to her hometown and her dad and her heritage, but also her old dance partner, Ricardo, is there. Oh, and this is the lead's actual real-life husband playing the role of her ex-boyfriend from the past. And you know, he might be my favorite male lead of the year so far. He's pretty charming. He's so charming. Yeah. Um, he's pretty funny, very cute. So Ricardo, our very charming dance partner, also apparently did something horrible to Laura because she is very angry at him, hates him. Um, the dad hates him too. The granddad, yeah. The granddad hates him as well. Um, this movie is building up all these mysteries, all this pain that has occurred to cause her to abandon her whole her old life. And to be so uptight. And we're wondering, whoa, what has happened? Mm-hmm. It's almost like this movie should be on the Hallmark Christmas Mystery Channel. Yeah, the Mystery Channel. There is a Mystery Channel for your Mystery Christmas movies. Christeries, yeah. Chris Murray's. Chris Murray's. <laughs> Ricardo's dance partner drops out. She has to go to an audition. And of course, everyone's looking at Laura to put on her old dancing shoes and dance with Ricardo one more time. She pretty much agrees immediately, which was surprising. It takes her maybe five minutes more of the movie. Our movie ends with Ricardo getting back together with Laura. They do a very sexy rendition of Up on the Housetop for the grand finale. (laughs) It was kind of a spicy salsa, sexy Up on the Housetop, which is the only way I want to listen to Up on the Housetop. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Spice. Yeah. And now is the time to reveal why she hates everything. And the answer is... Jeff was actually asleep by this point in the movie. Yeah, I fell asleep. I hit him and said, Jeff, Jeff, wake up, you're falling asleep. And he just says, I think I get it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think I get it. Why do you think she hated dance? What do you think dance did to her? I think her boyfriend left her. Like, he had to leave. And so she was without a partner. And all her dancing came to naught. And she was humiliated and vowed to never dance again. Uh, Well, that's not what happened. Um, The answer is nothing. There's no explanation. Nothing. What do you... Nothing happened? No, I was thinking since there was a dead husband that we didn't know why he died and she vowed to never dance again. At one point, she's like, look what dancing did to me. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh. Yeah, I remember that. They do not explain what dancing did to her. I, I was thinking her husband got danced to death. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why her yeah. daughter didn't have a, a dad. Yeah, your dad got danced to death. Honey. <laughs> I'm sorry. We danced this right isn't... off the rooftop. <laughs> Nope. What really happened is they were teenagers and Ricardo, not like at the last minute or anything, he got a job opportunity 
in Europe to go on tour as a professional dancer and make a ton of money. And he did it. Like anybody should. Right. But nope, he was supposed to be with Laura forever. And stay and, in Utah. And stay in Utah. The funny thing about this movie, speaking of Utah, is how many times they bring up them sneaking away to go see a concert in Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, who's playing in Salt Lake City? The Donny Osmond? I thought it was maybe just a concert with one harp. Yeah. Or the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Right. So the mystery ends and there's just no answer. There's no reason why she's such a jerk. She never apologizes for being mean to everyone. Yeah. Do you have a list for us, Jeffrey? I do. I'll start it off. City Folk, of course. Mm-hmm. What city was she in? Salt Lake City? I don't know. <laughs> she was in the Sun City and came back to her hometown. Mm-hmm. So that's City Folk. Easy. Checked off. Grinch. Yes, we have a Grinch. She doesn't necessarily completely un-Grinch, though. She's kind of a Grinch the whole time. It would be like if you're watching The Christmas Carol, and he does get happier at the end, but he never feels sorry. We have a single mom instead of single dad, so we don't get that square. There are no teenagers. Yeah, teenage wasteland once again. I have a feeling this is going to be the most prominent. Mm-hmm. Because no one wants to see a teenager. Which is surprising to me. I think if I was a mom of a teenager, I would love to watch a movie where the teenager learns to be respectful and loving <laughs> to his mom. And I would be like, oh, maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one day my teenager won't be such a jerk. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's an interrupted kiss. There's no secondary romance. They were really avoiding a lot of So these. the dad didn't have any last minute. Nope. It's interesting because there were friends in the movie. There was family. There's all the characters you expected to get together, but nobody did. Uh, there was a long-awaited snow. Mm-hmm. They got their snow right at the end, which was very exciting for the little girl. She she was skeptical of getting snow. Mm-hmm. And there was a Christmas miracle, although I don't remember what it was. I seem to remember, like, uh, I gotta go write down that there was a miracle, although that's a really lame miracle. If it's lame and you can't remember it, it's not a miracle. They said it was a miracle, though. They're like, it's a miracle! I'm like, that's not a miracle. You found that in storage. Or something. Oh. <laughs> it's a miracle! No, not a miracle. That's, that's just, just where people that's keep That's just their... careful planning. Yeah. <laughs> Any other bingo items? I think this one was pretty light on bingo, honestly. But we got a few. We got a few good ones. Forcification, of course. That goes along with the working mom, city folk. She... Oh, and she quit her job at the end. Oh, she did? Well, she didn't quit her job. Uh, she was supposed to go to somewhere else, and she told her boss she'd rather stay and be the general manager. So I think she's still working for the company. It's a, still a substantial career change. She quit her job because she was in charge of renovation. Good point. And she, Opening well, new she hotels. Had a, she had a lateral career change, we'll say. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for joining us for our look at Enchanted Christmas, and we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. <laughs>